Hello everyone, Trevor here. I hope you all are staying safe and sane and healthy. As I'm sure with all of you, the last couple weeks have been disrupting, to say the least, and have forced us all to adapt in every aspect of life, which definitely includes many of the details and processes of the Dirty Chain podcast. And while it's forced us to become a little more creative and patient, I can assure you that we will continue to release episodes and content. We've always viewed this project as somewhat of an escape from the everyday stresses. Now with everything going on, we hope that this can continue to be a small way to help you all get through your day. This episode, which we're not really calling an episode, is a bit of a break from our normal format as we check in with each other and discuss how this pandemic is affecting our local cycling community. But don't worry, you can expect a more legit episode to be released here in the very near future. Thank you all for listening, and keep your chains clean. From KOM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I'm your host, Trevor. And this is Sheldon. And unfortunately, 2020 is, of course, off to a bad start. We're doing some social distancing right now. <laughs> we are doing our our civic duty and staying apart, um, quarantined, of course. Yeah, uh, we're going a little beyond the six-foot rule. I think we're at, like, the 120-mile rule right now. Sheldon, where are you right now? I am in uh, St. Clair Shores. Okay. St. Clair Shores, and, uh, yeah, I am in Lansing, and we decided that it would be responsible of us. One of the first responsible things that we have uh, probably done together. but <laughs> yeah, 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 we actively did not make a bad decision. Correct. It, it was Trevor's idea. <laughs> we're being responsible and uh, Skyping in for this episode and probably for many episodes for the unforeseeable future. Um, you know, all it, we. You know, it, it kind of has its pluses and minuses, though. Like right now, I'm rocking sweatpants on the couch, got my dog next to me, drinking a beer. I'm glad you said that you're wearing sweatpants because I can only see you from the top up. <laughs> Of course, everything that we've been hearing about and talking about and thinking about lately is COVID-19, coronavirus, and we don't want to talk too much about how that's affecting uh, the world as a whole, but of course it's affecting us as a community in Michigan, as a cycling community, and we thought we better talk about how this all is affecting us, our races, and um, and then what we can do as a cycling community to kind of get through this together. So, Sheldon, first off, how is this affecting you uh, personally? Um, you oh. are you are still working, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm still working. Uh, my industry is considered essential, and uh, so yeah, I have not had. Uh, any time off from work and 
it's very interesting being in the metro Detroit area and the lack of traffic and it's it's kind of a ghost town. It's it's eerie. It's weird. Yeah, um, that's crazy. How about you? Yeah, I mean, it's I on the kind of on the other side of the coin. There, I've I haven't been really working too much. I've been doing a few things, but I work mainly in a school, so a lot of that has stopped, and that's been stopped for a couple weeks now. And um, uh, the the diocese of of Lansing closed down for for the foreseeable future too. So. Uh, so I'm I don't have a Sunday gig anymore. Um, so th- there'll be a few so, things. So you're, you're getting writing time, and I'm hope I'm hoping, right? Well, honestly, I'm getting a lot of writing in. I feel a little <laughs> guilty about it. Maybe I shouldn't, but I'm 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 definitely uh, getting a lot of Zwift rides in. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, and then when it's nice out, uh, going out by myself um, and uh, getting in some some riding. But but yeah, it's just a it's a whole new a whole new normal for for everyone. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. So, unfortunately. But let's talk more about how it's specifically affecting um, uh, Michigan cycling, the races. Um, and uh, one thing we thought would be very easy, a lot of these races that are coming up in the spring are being rescheduled. And so we thought, hey, let's just talk. Um, let's just go through each race that has been rescheduled and just right here, right now, um, say when they have been rescheduled too, and then look at the entire, it easily is the Michigan gravel race series. We can see how that all pans out now as it is. Um, I feel like things are still in process. So what's, what's true today may not be true tomorrow, but as it is now, Sheldon, let's kind of go through this schedule. There are a few things that aren't, uh, necessarily on the Michigan gravel race series. Um, and there are probably some races that we miss. So if we miss something, please let us know, but let's start at the top, um, which would be Waterloo. Waterloo, uh, is now moved to July 19th. It was originally, it was March 15th and now it's July 19th. Yes. Um, now for anybody that says, Hey, uh, there's already something that weekend. Yes. Crusher is also that exact same weekend. Opposite ends of the state. Uh, Waterloo's down in the Southeast corner of Michigan. Crusher is going to be up in Northern UP up in the Marquette area. So I think they just kind of had to work with their schedules and get, you know, try to do what was the best for everybody. Um, unfortunately, there's going to be a, a few people that are probably, we're going to race both, but yeah. are now having to make a choice. But that's just kind of how the cards are dealt right now. The next race that was originally um, up on the Michigan Gravel Race Series schedule was Melting Man. That was March 21st. That has been moved to when, Sheldon? Uh, September 20th, so it's following Uncle John's Dirty Ride. Okay. And um, then following that was the Dirty 30, which was March 28th, and now that is? October 17th. October 17th. And then one that's certainly a big one and certainly one that probably affected most people, Barry Roubaix. Yeah, Um, Yeah, kind of the one that highlights the start of a lot of people's seasons. Um, That was supposed to be on uh, April 18th. Now that has been moved to October 10th. Now it might be closer to the end of everyone's season. 
Yeah, it's uh, now we're going to have like a double whammy to close out the season, having uh, Barry that close to Iceman. That is that is true. It's a little less that's than... A, that's a lot of beer to drink. That is a lot of beer to drink. <laughs> I didn't think about that. But uh, another one in there that's not part of the race series is Heart Hills, um, and that was originally April 11th, and that has been moved to October 3rd. But now for the... Michigan Gravel Race Series. Um, actually, let's just go through... Wait, what... wait, there's, there's two more that we should probably cover while we're on the subject. Okay. Uh, Yankee Springs Time Trial. Oh, right, 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 yep. Uh, is now September 26th. Um, and then also in the mountain bike realm, Mud, Sweat, and Beers originally was supposed to be May 2nd. That has been moved to August 15th now. And, you know, I'm wondering if there are other uh, races in the CPS series that we are we didn't figure that out yet. Yeah, that if, have been moved. If, you know, if we miss anything or if something pops up before this gets brought or uh, gets broadcast out, leave us a message. Be kind to us. Don't beat us up too bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying. Everything's chaotic right now, but um, we're. As of right now, these are the ones that we know of and the dates that have been posted as changes. Um, so, yeah, Sheldon, why don't you then – why don't you go through the Michigan Gravel Race Series now as the schedule stands? As the schedule uh, – so I'm not going to do the dates for everything. I'm just going to go in the order of the races. Sounds um, good. Starting off the season now, we have the Hellcat. Um and this is the only one I'm going to give a date because it's the start of the season is now May 3rd. Okay. Following that, we have Arcadia Grit and Gravel, Sancho 200, the Cow Pie Classic, Coast to Coast, the Crusher slash water, uh, Waterloo Grit and Gravel Weekend, the Divide, Lord of the Springs, Uncle John's Dirty Ride, Melting Man, Michigan Mountain Mayhem, Barry Roubaix, Dirty 30, and to close out the season, we have the Lowell Fall Classic, and that is going to be October 31st to, to end the gravel race season. And then immediately following that, we have Iceman to close out a lot of people's seasons. Yeah. And I mean, and there are probably a few other races that fall in the late summer, early fall that we didn't mention, just because they may not be part of the racer, like Water Moo. Um, I'm still the same date. Still, still the same August date. 8th. Yep. There is a a local gravel race local to the Lansing area, actually in Charlotte. Um, first year, the Fast Fitty. Um, scheduled for May 9th. Um, so far, it hasn't been uh, postponed or changed, but they do have a date um, in case they need to move it. So, um, But so far, it's still on for May 9th. Um, you know, now the, you, you, you rode that course, didn't you? I did. A few, um, couple weeks, weekends ago, um, we did a little recon. And uh, I rode the 50-miler, and it was it was good. It was a good course. Um, nice, nice. And I, I, I'd like to get out there again, give it another shot. Was um, it dry or wet? It was very dry. Actually, it was super dry, 
and they had just graded some of the roads, so it was pretty loose. Um, but uh, it was it was pretty hilly, actually. I was surprised down there. Um, I nice. was I was expecting like an Uncle John type uh, course, but no, is is a little more. Um, a little more change in elevation, um, some real punchy hills, and a little more interesting than just through cornfields. So it was as fast as you can go. It was it was fun. It was a it was a really good course. Um, but we I think we want to try to get Dale on in the near future and talk a little bit more about this uh, this new race. Um, I have a feeling it will be uh, probably through a face to face or not it will not be a face to face it'll probably be through skype it'll be through skype yes um so yeah so as as confusing as this may be with uh with different races being rescheduled and postponed and dates changing um i think even barry changed their date twice <laughs> um you know it it's it can get a little frustrating but i have to say i i know that of course, all of these race directors have been working so hard to to not just outright cancel these races, but actually give us a chance to to race, to have a good time, to have this event and make it a safe event for all of us. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can only imagine the amount of pressure that they're trying to probably field questions that they just don't even have answers for while trying to figure out, I mean, anybody that is part of the the gravel scene in Michigan knows that the schedule is basically back to back every weekend. And then to try to move all these huge events that are already established, they already have everything planned out. And if you think about it, it's very short notice. I mean, this we're just weeks away from racing and, or actually it was only a week away for uh, Waterloo. Yeah when all this went down and I mean, and hats off, hats off to Waterloo for being able to turn around that fast and get figured out. So people can still race this year. And I know that like, um, races all across the country. I mean, all across the world, the world tour just like canceled so many races, try to postpone some. Um, but I know this is a problem for everyone. What I've noticed with, uh, with Michigan and the, and the race series and just like the community that we have, it's just like they all work together to try to make these dates um, work for everyone. So we're not stepping on each other's toes and having races on um, the same weekend as much as they could. So, yeah, I, I really appreciate the hard work that all of these race directors put into this. And I've actually been very surprised and encouraged I, I've seen very little to no negative feedback on social media, um, and that's that is encouraging. I mean, I, I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure there's people. There are people that are frustrated. Um, I think there's people that are just frustrated about this whole situation, and not necessarily just about the cycling aspect. But um, I think everyone just kind of knows that we just need to be flexible at this at this time. One thing that you and I did discuss uh, when this was first starting to kind of unravel the way it's been going, because like you said, overwhelmingly, most of the feedback that uh, riders have been giving has been pretty positive and pretty supportive of the race directors. But we did see some people commenting about, you know, worrying about losing 
their registration um, to a race that was either canceled or postponed that they couldn't make. Registration registration fee, right? Yeah, 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 their, their registration fee. And you and I talked about this a little bit, and, I mean, you and I came to the same exact same conclusion would be if I couldn't make a race, I would much rather the race director keep my money so that race can happen again next year. Because if you have a bunch of people demanding their money back for, uh, for something that no, no one could have predicted, we might not have that race next year. I mean, and this is something that I worry about. And I, I'm not a race director. I don't know enough about the financials, but I'm sure it's a very expensive and difficult thing. And there are a lot of resources that go into a single year. And I would hate for something like this all that um, if if they were if the race was forced to cancel, I would hate to lose that race for the future because of this year. And yes, I would I would rather them keep my registration to ensure that we have a vibrant racing schedule in Michigan than demand my money back. I I, I see it as an investment for the future, and I I would rather them keep that money as that investment than worry about. Um, getting that money back. Sheldon, this is all kind of depressing. All this conversation about (laughs) (laughs) coronavirus is very, very depressing. What I want to do is kind of change it up a little bit. I want to see what we can do now, what what, um, opportunities we have as individuals, as a community. How can we together get through this? Um, Can I tell you one way I'm getting through this a little bit? Let's hear it. Oh, that's a beautiful sound. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> what I've been, what have I been drinking every night, I guess, but um <laughs> you know, I worked really hard to get healthy and fit for this race season and now it's just <laughs> I think like so many people every it's just out the window and so whatever, man. I'm cracking the beers again. Um I I just finished up a two-hearted probably one of my favorites but uh i just cracked open founders is now canning red's rye which is one of my favorite beers yeah i think it's i think it's a limited canning i could be wrong but uh, i i love red's rye so i had to pick that up so i'm drinking red's rye sheldon what are you drinking uh i'm going with a good old classic uh standard guinness guinness Guinness, yeah, it's a is it a left? leftover. It, it yeah, is a leftover from St. Patty's Day. Okay, all right. But I, uh, I've been drifting away from the hoppy beers. I think we just talked about this a couple episodes ago. Sure. Man, I have fallen back in love with my whole heart to malty beers. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I get it. I totally get it. You know what I've been drinking lately is uh, Bell's came out with that lighthearted. That's pretty solid. I actually really like that one. And yeah, I mean, it's, I don't even know if we can call it beer. It's so, it's so light, <laughs> but, uh, but it yeah. It reminds I, me of the PC pills from Founders. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Kind of has that same kind of, I think PC pills is better not to start any bickering matches, but. uh. No, I mean, this is like a Founders versus Bell's War that you are yeah. starting, but uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, so besides drinking and drinking too much, 
um, I think there are some creative things that people can do and are doing to kind of take their mind off of uh, the world <laughs> and <laughs> COVID-19. Um, and I think that's the beautiful thing about cycling is it can be an escape. It can be a therapy. It can be a way to um, to healthily um, and positively deal with some of these things. And as of now, um, we are able to ride outside and we are able to I guess I guess group rides are kind of frowned upon right now. We need to keep our distance. Um, big groups, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've noticed and I've seen emails that for some of the local rides, pretty much everything's canceled. Yeah, um, but I've seen some people do some interesting things. So uh, locally, friend of ours, Scott Van Walsam, he he kind of came up with a little a Strava challenge he has three different courses and within this few week period just finish all three of these uh all three of these routes they'll take the time and that's the that's the challenge and you do that uh by yourself solo and so i I really think that that was a really creative way to kind of deal with this a way that we can still um interact as a community and be doing the same thing together but apart as they say um now are are, are scott's uh road or gravel and even more importantly have you gone out there to try to poach him yet (laughs) so it's uh it he was he was really smart with it there's there's three different routes one's a road route it's it's our monday night spin route Um, okay and then one is yankee springs Okay. Um, so a mountain bike, and he said it, either direction doesn't matter. Um, and I think I was talking to him today. He was trying to figure out maybe a mountain bike course a little closer to Lansing, so there's not a, as much travel needed. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, Yan- uh, Yankee Springs. Then the other one is Fast Fitty, which we were just talking about. Their short course, which is like 35 miles. So, okay. so okay. it's a it's a road route, a mountain bike route, and a gravel route. And I just love that idea. I think that's something that people could use, you know, in different different areas if they wanted to create a challenge for the entire community. And you do it solo, but then you bring it back to the community. So it, it's still something you are doing together, but uh, you know, staying smart and responsible <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> no drafting allowed. No drafting like a, allowed whatsoever. It's like a triathlon. Wait, can they still have triathlons? Because they, you can't draft in it. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know if I'd want to be in open <laughs> no water. water. <laughs> Forty <laughs> degrees and highly contagious virus. <laughs> Guaranteed uh, pneumonia. <laughs> uh, another way that people are that I've I've noticed, and this is kind of more on a, a national global uh, scale is a uh, man I should have invested in Zwift a couple months ago I'm sure a lot of people that thought they would cancel their subscription to Zwift come racing season have uh, signed up again because a lot of people are ut- utilizing Zwift I noticed speaking of which Trevor how's your week been in the mid pack so yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about, Sheldon, is how how 
we have been kind of dealing with this. And it's a little bit different between you and I because you are, of course, as we had already talked about, you're working. And Detroit just... Um, you were just telling me, like, what about, like, you've you've attempted some rides in Detroit area, St. Clair Shores. Yeah. How's... How- so if if the way that uh, one of the reasons I, I fell in love with gravel riding was just getting out on those back roads, no traffic, you it's really a relaxing, you know, break from reality. Here, you get on the road, there's nothing relaxing about it. It is traffic, you are stop and go with lights, um... So that was the first shock. But then once I got out and started doing a little bit, carrying a little less information, what the information on my computer was saying, and just started to kind of look around, I went out last weekend and had so much fun just kind of putzing around Detroit, looking at the art, looking at this, you know, a lot of the architecture. And yeah, I had like a 16 and a half mile per hour average, but I ended up having a lot of fun. Well, that's, yeah, and that's all that matters, really. Yeah, yeah. you had some really cool pictures from, from that And, and honestly, that, that stop and go with the traffic, a little more tiring than you'd expect. Like, you look at it, and you're like, oh, 17-mile-an-hour average, but, like, there's so much stop and go, you actually get a pretty decent workout out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have, like we were saying before, since my work schedule has been lighter, I've been getting out quite a bit, um, at least getting on the bike quite a bit. Um, uh, quite a few rides outside. Actually, like one one of the rides uh, last week, Mitch DeYoung and I went out and did the new Barry Hundred course. Oh, how was that? It was it was fantastic. It was it was fun. Actually, we got to the end of it about mile eighty some, and it started raining on us, and it was like. <sighs> 38 40 degree rain <laughs> which is like awful so we we cut we cut it short we did 90 miles um but most of the end part is part of the 62 that um we've already ridden before mm-hmm. um so all of the new stuff it goes north of hastings and then kind of um kind of west we hit all of that all the all the new um uh, seasonal roads and everything. So yeah, it, it lived up to the psycho killer, uh, name for sure. There were a lot of sections that just were not really rideable. (laughs) One very ruddy and, and muddy section Mm -hmm. that I think this was the day or the weekend after it was, it was the Monday after mid South, which was so muddy. And it kind of reminded me of some of the mid South conditions. Wasn't, nearly as like clay but yeah but it was very muddy and then immediately we got to the sand and there's tons of sand so just the, <laughs> it it was exactly what you would expect it was very sega road giving you all it had um, so yeah sheldon so it was like the sager section that we did last year they had mm-hmm. that sager canyon but uh oddly enough there's a couple berry staples that aren't in the Psycho Killer. So what, the, what isn't there? So the Three Sisters, not there. Really? And then also 
the the Sager segment that we all know and love and hate is not there either. Where everyone crashes. Where everyone crashes, yeah. <laughs> but they make up for it with um with the other segment of Sager and then um some of these other other roads too. But it was great. It was it was a lot of fun. So yeah, so I've been we mentioned uh Fast Fitty. I did I did that course as well. Um, mm-hmm. I've just been getting out, trying to get as many miles as I can, taking advantage of the time that I have, and then also doing some Zwift rides, of course. Um, but yeah, um, I I did want to ask or propose, not to you, Sheldon, because I don't think you'd be into it, but I do I do get on Zwift quite a bit, and I see that a lot of people are utilizing that, especially now. Um, if it was a thing that people would want to participate in, I'd be willing to do like a group ride on Zwift. I I know that's possible. I've never done that before, but I I'm sure I can figure it out. But if that's something that people would be into, I think we could I could host one of those Zwift rides and we could have a easy dirty chain Zwift ride. Sheldon, you in? I am in, <laughs> except I would have to set up my trainer. I would have to set up my Zwift account. So, so you're not in. So I'm not in. Okay, I lied. all right. Okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. But if you would be interested in that, um, yeah, maybe maybe I'll just try it. Maybe this week yeah. I'll just I'll just figure it out. We'll throw it out there, um, and and then. Also in all of this, I think a way that we can get through this together is to just encourage each other with our rides and our experiences because we're still allowed to have those. And um, so if you are getting out, getting some great miles, having positive experiences, tag us, let us know. We'll, We'll share it. We want to know about people having positive experiences especially now so share those with us call in if you want to it'd be great we'll, we can still do do that and uh, we want to hear about how you are getting through this time with your sanity with your yeah how you are keeping sane for sure um anything else sheldon as we kind of i know we this is a little different format as usual and so it sounds a little different um like we said, this might be the way it is for a while, but we want to continue to we want to continue with the content, and it's not all going to be about coronavirus. We're going to still talk with race directors and athletes, and um, yeah, it's just going to be done a little differently for the foreseeable future. Correct, correct. But uh, I guess that's. That's it. This is kind of a, a coronavirus check-in right now, and uh, I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy and responsible. So until next time, keep your chain clean. But get your chain dirty. We'll see you in the mid-pack. From six feet away. <laughs> <laughs>